0: Alrighty everybody, thank you for tuning in to this, the 30th iteration of the Konoha Companion. This is Joshua, as always, and I'm your Konoha Companion. And on this episode, we're going to be covering episode 29 of Naruto, which is entitled Naruto's counter Never Give In. Now, before we dive too far off into this episode, I do want to go over what happened on the previous episode. On the previous episode, um, the teams all made their way through the Forest of Death Naruto managed to get replaced by a hidden rain genin whenever he went to take a leak. Sasuke caught the subtle mistakes in the hidden rain genin's transformation and attacks him. Sasuke frees Naruto and winds up stabbing the hidden rain genin in the chest with a kunai, who then retreats into the forest to treat his wounds. Uh... Then Team 7 reconvenes, and Sasuke proposes that they use a password to find out imposters, and the team agrees. Sasuke comes up with a really long passphrase, which Sakura remembers immediately, but Naruto is obviously having trouble with it, right? Because he's kind of a meathead. Suddenly, Naruto gets scratched by something. And everyone looks in the direction of where the scratch came from. And suddenly a huge wind style jutsu comes rushing in and knocks everyone away, separating the team, sending Naruto flying the furthest away from the team uh, where he gets attacked and eaten by a giant snake. It's revealed uh, that the person who casts the jutsu is the leader of the hidden grass genin team. Who ultimately directs their subordinates to fan out into the forest uh, as she will handle this alone. When Sakura and Sasuke link up, uh, Sakura uses the password and passes the test, right? Um, Sasuke knows it's her. Everything's real cool. Uh, It ultimately, then uh, Naruto comes up and he's asked the password and he nails it perfectly. And this cues Sasuke off that this is an imposter because he knows that Naruto could never remember all that and it's ultimately revealed that the long password was really a trap that Sasuke had set for anybody nearby who might be listening. The imposter Naruto reveals themselves as the leader of the Hidden Grass Ninja Team. She then pulls out her earth scroll and eats it wraps her tongue around it and swallows it whole all disgusting style she then gives sakura and sasuke a death stare which causes them both to see the moment of their own deaths being dealt to them by this grass ninja and it paralyzes them both with fear sasuke fights the effects of the fear paralysis and stands up shakily but is having like a really difficult time with it the hidden grass ninja throws kunai at them and Sasuke in desperation stabs himself in the, in the thigh using pain to break himself free of the fear paralysis. He then grabs Sakura and makes a break for the woods. While this is transpiring Naruto desperately uses his shadow clone jutsu to overfill the snake that's eaten him. With so many clones of himself that it causes the snake to literally burst from the inside. Really clever way to get out of a giant snake. When Sasuke and Sakura make it to a seemingly safe spot, Sasuke pulls the kunai out of his leg and Sakura tries to tend him. But Sasuke is too frightened and can only think to silence Sakura while he thinks of a way to get further away from the grass ninja. At this point, a giant snake attacks Sasuke and Sakura, and they barely avoid its attack. When it goes to attack Sasuke, uh, who is still midair, Sasuke kills it with several shuriken. Uh, once it lay defeated, the grass ninja emerges out of the side of the dead snake and charges after Sasuke, wrapping his body or her body around the tree, with, her, with like a weird elongated body, like a snake, like a, like a rubber person wrapping their body around a snake, uh, wrapping their body around a tree. Then suddenly several shuriken land on the tree in front of her, causing her to stop. And this is when it's revealed that Naruto is there to save the day, but immediately has to ask Sasuke to tell him the password again. And that's effectively where uh, the previous episode ended. Uh, it was a fun episode. This episode starts a little ways back where Squad 7 is sitting together talking after dealing with the Hidden Rain Genin who replaced Naruto, where Sasuke says, That proves that we can't just trust appearances. We have to come up with a way of knowing each of us as who we say we are, not some imposter using a transformation jutsu. Naruto confirms this with a mm-hmm. Followed by Sakura, who agrees, adding, alright then, what do we do? Sasuke responds, we need a password, and Naruto asks, what kind of password? Sasuke then responds, okay, listen closely, because I only want to say this once. The question will be, when does a ninja strike? And the response is, a ninja waits until the time is right, when the enemy sleeps and drops his guard, When his weapons lie forgotten in the silence of the night, that is the moment for a ninja to strike. Got it? It then takes us to the scene where Naruto gets attacked and eaten by the giant snake. The snake constricts him and he exclaims, I can't move, when suddenly the snake swallows him whole and you can hear Naruto screaming as he slides down the snake's gullet. It then takes us to the scene transpiring between the remaining members of Team 7 and the creepy leader of Team Grass, where the creepy grass ninja taunts, You'd love to get your hands on our Earth scroll, wouldn't you? She then holds the scroll out in front of her face and wraps her tongue around it and swallows it whole. When she finishes eating the scroll, she says, Well, when this is all over, one of us will have both scrolls and the other will be dead. As she says this, she pulls her face down, like pulls on her cheek, and it reveals that uh, she has a vertical slit pupil, similar to Naruto when he's in his Nine Tails mode. It then takes us back to Naruto, who's wedged firmly in the giant snake's stomach, where he's thinking, "I can't believe it. Is this really how it ends? No way. I can't just leave things up in the air like that. I'm out of here." Whether Slitherpuss likes it or not, he then casts his shadow clone jutsu, creating such a high volume of clones that it causes the snake to burst. It takes us back to the scene where Sakura and Sasuke are stuck in the state of fear paralysis after the grass ninja's um, given them the death glare. As the grass genin pulls out her kunai, Sasuke thinks, it's no use, I can't move. The grass guinea then winds up to throw her kunai while saying, I expected you to be more of a challenge, how disappointing, and then lets the kunai fly. As the kunai approach, Sasuke thinks, move Sasuke, move, and he stabs himself in the thigh with a kunai to snap himself out of the fear paralysis. He leaps and saves Sakura just in time and makes a break for it into the forest. The grass ninja smiles, thinking as she watches them disappear into the forest. You overcame the fear with pain, so this prey is not so helpless after all. Suddenly, Sasuke and Sakura get attacked by yet another giant snake, similar to the one that Naruto recently defeated. Sasuke and Sakura both leap to avoid the snake's strike. As Sasuke flies through the air... The snake strikes at him again, and as this happens, Sasuke locks his Sharingan on the snake, and he can see the silhouette of the grass getting behind the snake as though she's the one controlling it. Sasuke then yells, ah, no, no way, and throws several shuriken at the snake, which all land directly, killing it. As the snake lie dead, suddenly the leader of the grass, Gennine, emerges out of its side. As she emerges, she says, I sense your fear and desperation. It's only natural. The prey must not let, de- must not let down its guard, not even for an instant, in the presence of its predator. She then laughs and licks the air, all terribly gross style. She suddenly charges Sasuke, her body stretches and slithers around the tree branches, much like how the giant snakes were doing, when suddenly several thrown ninja weapons land directly in front of the grass genin on the tree branch, causing her to stop. This is when Naruto triumphantly announces, looks like I came just in time. Sakura excitedly calls out for Naruto in the beat drops. Naruto then announces, oh, and by the way, what was the password again? And at this point, the title slide comes in, and Naruto reads, Naruto's counterattack. Never give in. Naruto then continues, okay, so anyway, what is the password again? Sakura frustratedly exclaims, forget it, I know it's you, you made it. And Naruto kind of responds with a simple, hmm. Sasuke then frantically yells, Naruto, get out of here. What are you thinking? You don't know what you're up against. Hurry, go while you still can. And Sasuke is terrified, like completely still terrified. Even though he got out of the fear paralysis, he's like, yo, like (laughs) you need to leave, but get out of here. The grass ninja at this point then nonchalantly chimes in. So, Naruto, you managed to escape from my friend. Well done. And obviously right here, it's like revealing that the Grass Ninja is clearly controlling these snakes, right? She's like, it's my friend. Naruto thinks, hmm, I get it. So that wasn't any old random giant snake attack. The snake was sent by her, or it, or whatever this demon is, as he flashes back to the events that transpired between him and the giant snake, right? Sasuke then thinks, he doesn't get it. He doesn't know what he's dealing with. What do I do? Naruto then announces, okay, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but you've been picking on my friends and I don't like that. So you just better slither on back into your hole, snake lady, before I make a pair of shoes out of you. Damn, Naruto over here threatening to make shoes out of of the grass ninja. That's great. Sasuke, shocked thinks, oh, little idiot, he's going to get all three of us killed. I've got to do something, but what? And, like, I love how Sasuke is, like, literally knows he has to do something, but is so overwhelmed right here that he doesn't even know what to do. He's just like, what do I do? Um, the showdown uh, intensifies between the Grass Ninja and Naruto. Sasuke then continues internally. It's no use. There's only one way. And obviously, uh, you know, it kind of like pings that he's had an idea. He suddenly announces, you can have it. Everyone looks on confusedly as Sasuke pulls out the heaven scroll from his satchel. He then announces, the scroll, right? That's what you want. All right, then take it and leave us in peace. And this shocks everyone and gives cause for the grass getting to smirk naruto then exclaims sasuke are you crazy or what we're just gonna hand the scroll over to the enemy no way what's wrong with you sasuke turns and demands shut up and stay out of it to which naruto sharply exclaims what the grass ninja picks herself up off the branch and says very wise very sensible sometimes the helpless prey, if they are to save their own skin, realize their only hope is to distract the predator with something even more precious. And as she says this, it shows a snake um, coming up to a bird's nest, and the birds fly off, leaving the eggs to the snake, right? And so the, the comparison is that um, Sasuke is ready to, like, give this snake the payload so that he can keep living. Sasuke then demands, take it, as he tosses the scroll to the grass guinea. As the scroll flies through the air, Naruto intercepts it and leaps back to the branch next to Sasuke. Sasuke turns and demands, stop being the hero, Naruto, stay out of this and leave it to me. Naruto then punches Sasuke in the face with a big right hand, sending Sasuke flying. Who lands on a nearby branch and demands stupid fool you don't know what you're doing Naruto breathing heavily demands I may not know the password but I know who I am you're the one I'm not so sure about how do we know you are who you say you are Sakura then demands what do you mean it's him don't be so stupid Sasuke also demands what sort of nonsense is this it's me you loser Naruto responds simply, liar. You may look just like him, you may sound just like him, but there's no way you're the Sasuke I know. I don't care how tough a fight you've been through. Surrendering? Giving up the scroll? When did Sasuke become a coward? You keep saying I don't understand what's going on, but I do. You've choked. That's what it is. And naruto calling this for exactly what it is naruto ain't taking none of this bullshit naruto ain't finna have sasuke jeopardize his ability to become a chunin no way the grass then just seeing all this transpire laughs and remarks sad but true she then lets out a big laugh and licks her tongue in the direction of sasuke and sakura just being gross man She then demands, it doesn't matter, as far as the scroll goes, I could just kill you and take it. As she says this, she pulls her sleeves up, revealing a tattoo. She then bites the tip of her thumb and smears blood onto the tattoo as though she's doing a summoning jutsu of sort. As she's doing this, Naruto yells, let's see you try it and charges, and uh, as he charges, Sasuke yells, No, Naruto, don't! As Naruto charges, he thinks, Forget Sasuke, I'm gonna have to do this myself. The grass ninja then yells, Summoning Jutsu, and very quickly casts several hand signs. Suddenly, a violent whirlwind swirls about, stopping Naruto midair and ripping up the trees, sending debris in every direction. It's then revealed that the Grass Ninja has summoned, on, has summoned and is standing on the head of a giant snake. This one could easily eat the other snakes. The Grass Ninja is like about the size of this snake's eyeball. Right, so super snake. These ones were giant snakes, this one's a super snake. And the super snake lunges towards Naruto and Sakura like desperately calls out for him. Naruto is able to dodge the attack, but it sends a shockwave in every direction when it hits the tree. At this point, the scene transitions to a few of the Jonin sentinels who are standing in a statue garden, one kneeling and the other two standing behind him. It shows that there are blood splatters on a Buddha statue, and one of the Jonin standing behind the one that's kneeling remarks, That's no way to treat a Buddha. The other one that's standing responds, what do you think? It's some kind of ninjutsu, isn't it? The kneeling one chimes in, whatever it is, it's a problem. He scratches his head and continues, just as things were going so smoothly. What a drag. It's then revealed that the blood has come from the grass ninja team that's currently fighting Squad 7. So these guys, our guys are fighting, are actually probably much better dudes than anybody's giving them credit for, right? They killed an entire guinean squad and replaced them and then went straight for squad seven. So um, there's some bigger nefarious stuff happening right now. And it appears as though our squadlings are caught in a much more dangerous situation than any of us had previously figured, right? It doesn't seem as though they're fighting a a team of hidden grass guinean anymore. It seems as though they're fighting whoever killed a team of hidden grass guinean. The kneeling sentinel says, we've got to report this. Go get the proctor. One of the sentinels uh, behind him confirms this and heads off to do so. It takes us to Anko, who is hanging out eating her lunch, who's remarking, mm -mm, nothing makes dumplings go down like some sweet red bean soup. She slurps her soup and lets out a satisfied, Ah, nice, and continues to chow down on her dumplings and soup ultra combo. She then remarks aloud, I guess it's about that time. As soon as I finish this snack, I'll see how the kitties are doing. The quicker ones will be finishing soon. I suppose I'll just wait and greet them at the tower. She then throws the stick that her dumplings were on and it sticks in a tree nearby. It's revealed that she has uh, done this a bunch and that with the sticks sticking out of the tree, she's made a hidden leaf symbol and she even remarks, there, a perfect leaf village symbol and lets out a satisfied chuckle. Suddenly, the messenger sentinel from the group that discovered the murder scene appears in a plume of smoke. He then remarks, pardon ma'am, there's a problem. Anko responds, hmm, what sort of problem? He then alerts her, corpses ma'am, three of them. Anko responds, come on, I'm trying to eat here. And the sentinel demands, I think you'll want to see them, there's something strange about them anko scratches her chin and remarks besides being dead the scene then transitions back to the murder scene where anko has arrived fresh on the scene and one of the sentinels goes i went through their belongings found their identification ninja from the hidden grass village all three of them were registered for the tuning exams they weren't just killed Anko looks on angrily and remarks, all their faces, they're gone. And the sentinel who was kneeling, who has the wrap on his face, uh, that kind of wraps around his nose, remarks, yeah, there's nothing where the faces used to be. It's like they melted or something. Anko thinks to herself, no doubt about it, this is his jutsu as she rubs the left side of her neck she then flashes to the silhouette of a figure with a large snake and continues thinking why is he here what is he doing at the tuning exams anko then demands okay i need photos of what these three used to look like where are their ids and the sentinel with the face wrap chimes in right here ma'am as he hands over uh, the proper identifying documents to Ongo. The top image is of the leader of the Grass Ninja team that our squad has been fighting. Anko angrily thinks, so this is the face he stole. She has a sudden realization and thinks, had it already happened when? And as she thinks this, it flashes back to when the Grass Ninja handed her her kunai with her tongue. Anko then turns and addresses the Sentinels and says, We've got big trouble. Okay, get moving and tell Lord Hokage exactly what has happened here. And while you're at it, tell the Anbu Black Ops to get a couple convoys over to the Forest of Death. Meanwhile, I'm gonna head in after these guys. Now go. The Sentinels remark in unison right and vanish on their new mission. Anko has a moment to herself and rubs the left side of her neck again and thinks, he's here in the Hidden Leaf Village. And so it's clear that Anko has some level of previous experience with whoever she believes is actually currently masquerading around as the Hidden Grass Guinea. And she's also rubbing her neck. I don't know if if that's a nervous thing or what's going on, but it's happened several times now, so it's probably worth notating and keeping an eye on. The scene transitions back to the fight between the leader of the Grass Ninja, who is actually some terrifying he that Anko knows of and has sent the village into red alert over. The Grass Ninja remarks from atop their summoned super snake, what a tasty little meal you'll make for him. Careful, he likes to play with his food. The giant snake then whips its tail at naruto and it lands directly sending naruto flying and smashing through several tree branches along the way as naruto falls the grass ninja demands enough play finish him as naruto falls towards the snake his eyes open and they now have the, the, the red color and the vertical slits indicating that he's going into the nine tails mode. He then yells eat this as he kicks the super snake in the face. This sends the snake reeling backwards and this clearly catches the grass ninja off guard. The grass ninja looks on at this and remarks aloud, but how? That's impossible. Naruto then comes flying in with a direct attack, punching the snake in its face repeatedly and recklessly. Sakura, watching this unfold, remarks, look at him, he's gone nuts, whoa, where did he get that kind of power all of a sudden? She like covers her mouth in shock. Naruto then lands on a nearby tree and launches himself towards the grass ninja again. This causes the Grass Ninja to smile, who then puts her hand out in front of her face and calmly blows, sending a huge ball of fire out that hits Naruto mid-air, sending him flying. He lands on a branch, and the Grass Ninja then remarks, That fire in his eyes, there's no mistaking it. And Sasuke questions aloud, Is that Naruto? Naruto? The grass ninja thinks, oh, things have gotten very interesting. She then says aloud, now let's see how well you do, Sasuke. She and the giant snake then turn towards and strike at Sasuke. Sasuke freezes up and his heartbeat begins beating more and more rapidly as the snake strike draws nearer. The scene transitions to Anko, who is working her way through the forest rapidly, uh, who's thinking, uh, This could be bad. Gotta hurry, and I pray I'm not too late. It then takes us quickly back to the fight between the squadlings and the grass ninja, where it's revealed that Naruto leapt in front of Sasuke and stopped the super snake. Naruto, breathing heavily, asks Sasuke, Hey kid, you're not hurt, are you?" you scaredy cat and this shakes sasuke right um he shakily thinks naruto and as he thinks this he flashes back to the scene that transpired between them while on the trail during the land of waves arc following the demon brothers encounter where sasuke called out to naruto uh, to get his attention and mockingly asked him if he, if you're not hurt are you scaredy cat which obviously made Naruto very upset back then, and he's still holding on to it, and he's calling back to Sasuke right now. Naruto then demands, standing there like a frightened rabbit, no way, you're not the Sasuke I know. Now, I will say that this has actually already happened to Sasuke at least once. Uh, The one that is on the tip of my tongue is... Whenever uh, he saw Kakashi and Zabuza squaring off, um, the, the bloodlust in the air froze Sasuke to the point that like Kakashi had to give him a pep talk to, to snap him out of it. So uh, this is not the first time that uh, terror has taken over uh, in the decision making process for Sasuke. Suddenly, the Grass Ninja wraps her tongue around Naruto's arms and lifts him up overhead. Naruto, freaking out, immediately starts yelling, Hey, oh man, disgusting, put me down before I yank this tongue out of your head. He continues to struggle as the Grass Ninja lowers Naruto to face level to take a closer look. She then thinks, extraordinary, so the Nine Tails brat lives. She then remarks aloud, I see when your anger is roused, some of the nine-tailed fox's chakra is released. And so who is this character? How does she know about the nine-tailed fox? The nine-tailed fox, Naruto being the Jinchuriki of the nine-tailed fox is like a secret even amongst people in the village, yo. Like how does this person from the wherever this person's from know about this? She then grabs her right wrist, right, with her left hand, she grabs her right wrist, and her fingers on her right hand, one by one, get purple fire on the tips of them, starting with her pinky, ending with her thumb. As this happens, she remarks, what an interesting childhood you must have had. She uses her tongue to lift up Naruto's jacket, revealing a black swirl around Naruto's belly button. When she sees this, she remarks, The spell that seals him within you has appeared on your skin. She then loads up her right hand and yells, Five-pronged seal! An open palm punches Naruto in the center of the swirl on his stomach. This sends steam emanating from the point of impact and causes Naruto to scream in pain. Suddenly, several new markings appear around the seal pattern on Naruto's stomach where uh, the Grass Ninja's fiery fingers touched. Sakura, watching all this, yells, Sasuke, hurry, do something! Naruto's eyes suddenly change from red with a vertical slit to his normal blue with round pupils. He then lets out a groan of pain and falls limp in the grasp of the Grass Ninja's tongue. The Grass Ninja thinks as she looks on at Naruto's limp body. For 12 years, the seal has remained unbroken. Soon, the demon's chakra and the boy's will be as one. And so this is really interesting, right? I mean, we don't know the degree to which this person is educated on the relationship of a Jinchuriki, and, and it's, and they're a tail beast, but this dude definitely, uh, just said that, uh, the, that soon the demon's chakra and the boy's chakra will be as one, and so up until this point, it's been, like, distinctly Naruto's chakra, and then, like, this nine-tail chakra, right, and so, uh, this is the first time that Someone who really appears to be in the know has really uh, spoken directly on the idea of these two chakras melding and becoming one. At this point, though, she then reaches into Naruto's satchel and grabs the scroll from it. She then continues internally, but for now, he's just in my way, as she disrespectfully casts Naruto's limp body aside. Sakura sees this and panics, thinking, no way he'll survive that fall. She then suddenly yells, hang on, and throws a kunai, which snags Naruto's jacket and sticks him to a tree, effectively saving his life from falling to death. She then, and so Sakura is not useless, y'all. Sakura is out here saving lives. I mean, hell, this is arc two, and now Sakura has at least saved Naruto's life once. At this point, she yells, Sasuke, what's wrong with you? But when Sasuke doesn't respond, she thinks to herself, Sasuke, okay, say what you like about Naruto. That's, Uh, no, she didn't think to herself. She says out loud, Sasuke, okay, say what you like about Naruto, that he's a pest, that he gets in the way, that he's just a kid, but at least he's doing something. At least he's no coward. In this Resonates with Sasuke and he closes his eyes and flashes back to the image of the person who he's dedicated to destroying. And you can see now, you know, every other time it's been clearly that they have a Sharingan, but now you can also see that they have a, uh, uh, a ninja headband from the village hidden in the leaves, right? So this is, so the person he wants to kill has a Sharingan, and is a ninja from the Hidden Leaf. While he's flashing back, you hear a voice say, foolish little brother, you can't kill me. Your hate's not strong enough. You're not strong enough. Your life is too precious to you. So run, that's right. Run away and live. Live like a sheep. Sasuke then yells aloud, no! No! And I think this is of significance. I do believe this is the first time that there's ever been any allusion to the idea that the person that Sasuke wants to take out his like life mission, his Nindo, to take out this certain someone is his brother. right? Um, he flashed back to the silhouetted version of the person in his mind that he's been aiming at this whole time. And this time that silhouetted person spoke to him as his brother. Interesting stuff. As I said, Sasuke yelled aloud, no, and the grass ninja looks on and thinks, hmm, it's happened at last. His Uchiha blood has finally come to a boil. Sasuke locks his Sharingan on the grass ninja, and Sakura sees this and remarks aloud, that's more like it. The grass ninja then thinks to herself, I think I'll play with him a little and learn the full extent of his powers and lets out an evil laugh. The super snake suddenly explodes beneath her. And when the smoke clears, she's standing on a branch across from Sasuke. Their stare down intensifies and the episode ends, right? And so there was quite a bit that happened in this episode. There were at least two good reveals um, in terms of uh, this grass ninja not necessarily being the grass ninja we all thought they were. And uh, the silhouetted figure in Sasuke's mind that he is oriented towards destroying is evidently his brother. But, um, you know, my final thoughts on it are, who in the fuck is this grass ninja really? Right? She defo controls huge snakes, right? And, like, of varying sizes, right? Like, big enough to swallow Naruto whole. And big enough to swallow that snake hole. So there's levels to the snakes. Uh, they and their comrades have apparently already murdered and stole the faces of a group of grass Guinea So these guys are obviously more dangerous than a group of Guinea right? Everyone's supposed to be on equal footing out here, and these guys are killers. So... Um, the squadlings have found themselves in a deeper situation than they had maybe necessarily realized. I think maybe Sasuke is the only one who like really has his head wrapped around how crazy the situation is right now. What are they after? Right? They aren't after the scrolls, right? Um, they don't seem to give a shit about the scrolls. They aren't even the Genin who signed up for the exam. They aren't after Naruto. Naruto's only in the way and was like cast aside like a dead weight. Uh, She was able to use a five pronged seal to stop Naruto during his nine tails mode like it was nothing. Um, It also seems to have like permanently added something to the to the seal, right? Like now there's five new marks on that seal that this person just put on Naruto like a permanent mark. So um, what is that and what is what is going to come of that? Um, Sakura saved Naruto's life. Don't forget that. Like for real, that's a big deal, man. Um, you know, Naruto was outmatched. He was left limp and was sent to, you know, fall to his certain death. And, you know, whenever, instead of letting him fall to his certain death, uh, she saved him by sticking him with a kunai, uh, mid fall, a hell of a throw. A hell of a presence of mind saved our man's life, so don't discredit it. Um, the Grass Ninja is preparing to simply toy with Sasuke to determine Sasuke's actual power level. Goonery, right? Goonery. Uh Anko apparently has some experience with this character who's masquerading around as the Grass Ninja and knows this is a major cause for concern. Like literally, go get the Hokage and the Anbu Black Ops level trouble. Right? So, um Yeah, you know, they're they're calling in the Anbu Black Ops to deal with these characters who Squad 7's fighting right now. So they're they're in deep, deep right now. Um I wonder to what degree Anko has previous experience with this character. And I wonder what significance there is to Anko continually rubbing her neck every time she thinks of this character. Is it she's just that nervous and she it's a nervous stick and she has to do it? Or is there something maybe uh more to it? We're, we're going to have to definitely keep our eyes peeled. Um, for the relationship between the person masquerading around as the Grass Ninja and Anko. Um, also, Sasuke's flashback to his brother. Um, now we know, or at least have an idea that, um, well, we already had an idea, right? The person, you know, only, only Uchiha's, with the exclusion of Kakashi Hatake to this point, have Sharingans, and the person who Sasuke has wanted to take out this whole time has had a Sharingan the whole time. And so, um, now that person's saying, you know, you're, you're, my little brother, you don't have enough hate, et cetera, et cetera. And so, um, you know, it does appear as though the person who Sasuke is oriented at destroying is his brother. Um, but with that, you know, I feel like I can pretty effectively put a bow on this episode. It's been a really fun episode. There are a few pretty big reveals, you know, this is stuff you know, remember what I said, you know, the stuff that I say to keep an eye on, you probably ought to keep an eye on. Um, But again, guys, I really appreciate everybody so, so much for tuning in. This is Joshua. I'm your Kona Hook companion. I'm really looking forward to catching you guys on the next one. Thank you so much.